Hello fellow riders, it's your host Rusty James. It is July 27th, 2018, and this is the ride. Hey ho, hey ho, hey ho! Welcome to this Friday! Friday, Friday, Friday! Yay, it's Friday! I'm looking forward to the weekend. I hope you are too. You know, if you binge listen to these podcasts, one after another after another, I want to applaud you. But you probably get that Friday, Friday, Friday quite often. And you know what? It happens not on Fridays, I found out. Because I listen to these podcasts too. I get a bit out of them. In fact, I just listened to one from the springtime of this year. And man, am I glad that it's sunny out and warm. Nothing like being reminded of how cold things were to help you appreciate how warm things have gotten. But yeah, I'd get all these celebrations of Friday and it's, uh, you know, a Wednesday morning. But you know what? I can put my mind into a new mode. Call it the Friday morning mode or even the Friday noon or the Friday four o'clock in the afternoon mode anytime I want. It's all an attitude adjustment. And you know what? I've been doing this a while. I feel like... Now, I'm not perfect, but I feel like I can adjust my attitude better at this point in my life than I used to be able to. Make any sense? There's a real power in adjusting your attitude. Have you ever noticed? Do you like to be the person that flies off the handle when something bad happens to them or somebody says something the wrong way to them? or looks at you the wrong way across the car window at the stoplight and they just give you that look and it's like, oh man, oh man! Are you kind of like that where you just want to fly off the handle you just Or are you more steady? Now I'll tell you this, I'm not steady, meaning, you know, my highs aren't so high and my lows aren't so low. I have highs and lows. But they're tempered. My highs aren't as high as they used to be as far as like animosity highs. You know what I'm saying? And my chills are lower. So actually what's happening, if you can picture this as a graph, it's not like the it's not like the amplitude of my wave here is shrunken and, and I you know I'm very even keeled. That's not the deal. No, you have this wild and crazy ups and downs, but the whole thing shifts lower. Because my anger and animosity isn't as bad as it once was. But my chill, man, my chill is chiller than chill. I can be super chill. Frost is coming off my voice. You know what I mean? I think what it is is a baseline shift, and that's what it is. It's a baseline shift. God has helped me shift my baseline. So it's not like he's totally neutered my life and I have no excitement or anything like that. No, it's just that I'm 
my environment doesn't shape my attitude. In fact, my attitude shapes my environment. It can. I think you just need to become a master at being the thing that fuels the environment you're in rather than the thing that gets affected by it. Paul said that it didn't matter the situation he was in. I don't remember the, the, the scripture. But no matter if he was in a high or a low, he'd still be solidly serving Christ. And his attitude wouldn't be affected by that. Well, maybe not as much. He had a baseline shift. It wasn't as much affected by the environment as maybe it would have been without his unrenewed mind. So I just believe that God can give us this renewed mind. I mean, he's asking us to have a renewed mind. So you know, when God asks you to do something, be of renewed mind and, and, and see things the way he sees, he's not telling you something you can't do. That would be a bad father. And God is not a bad father. The fact that he tells us that we can live righteously and go and sin no more, for example, that speaks volumes to me. I think so much we get tripped up just with our own mind telling us, you know, we fail it so many times. It's just going to be like a, another thing we fail at, you know, whatever the next day is, you know, I'm, I'm just a failure. That's the wrong kind of thinking. And, and we should never be saying that to ourselves. It goes contrary to what Jesus says about you. That's why we need to stay in that word and hear what he's saying about our lives and then begin to agree with it. We are not here to be the tail end of the situation and have the environment control us. We are to be in control of the environment because God lives inside of us. We are witnesses of the power that's in our lives. And speaking of witnesses, I got a story to tell, but I have to fuel up on my petrol right now. So I shall make that happen. I shall return momentarily. So as I left the gas station, I realized that you know, we have decisions every point along our path, and I was trying to figure out which exit I should take. This place is on a corner. And I looked, I could just see the corner traffic enough to know that I should go out an exit I normally wouldn't, and I'd be in much better shape if I wanted to shave a little time off my commute. Being able to see be able to understand the terrain of, of, of the choice that you're making, being able to see how that would play out, even just minutes into the future, can do you good. I know I'm on a tangent a little bit from the witness comment, because I have a story about that, but uh, I just want to say that it's good for you, and I'm maybe speaking to teenagers and young adults Please, uh, as you are adulting 101, 
be really thinking about what the effect of your decisions what you know what effect they're going to have on your life and the lives of others truly i think about it because my my kids are in in that age and uh, i i pray often that they will be in safe situations that they won't put themselves into harm's way uh if they can help it um but you know kids young adults can sometimes make decisions that aren't well thought out and and the and the future consequences of those decisions maybe weren't considered to the level that they should have been and i just i don't know you know you need to be thinking before you get behind the wheel if you're in a state of intoxication or if you are in a relationship, you need to think about the results of your actions. You need to think before you get into the car of someone else who you may not know very well and you don't know how well they drive. You, you don't know many things. I remember a story when I was in a car of someone we were teens and he was kind of a hot rod and he did some things that were risky i guess i was spared some injuries just by the grace of god i guess because there were some times we were in trouble and i remember one time i don't think i've uh, recounted this to you all but i remember being at someone's house whose father was a a small plane pilot and it was out in the country and he had his own uh, airstrip on his farm this friend of mine and I visited this uh, this man's son uh, another friend of ours and the dad was going to go up and fly just around I don't even know if he was planning to but he you know I guess uh, it'd be great if you could have your own plane like that and do whatever you want but he decided that he was going to go up and he, he wondered if we wanted to come along and we're like yeah yeah let's do it well he'd been drinking now there's no cops up there you know pulling him over and i just think about i was i was aware that something was off i didn't realize it until we got into the plane that he had been drinking but my story could have been completely different be thinking be weighing your choices okay so that's a little bit of a heavy downer let's just know that the Lord gives us wisdom okay we ask for this all the time Lord give us wisdom today well Lord give us wisdom and boldness to make decisions it might not be popular but they are the best decision for us and for our circle of influence anyway thank you lord for that so i was talking earlier about our witness and i want to just tell you a little story okay here we are it's july of 2018 well for those who know september of last year almost a year ago our son who had scoliosis pretty severely went under the knife and had a corrective procedure done 
and he doesn't have the curvature of the spine uh, to any noticeable degree at this point in his life. And he maintains his mobility. It's truly, truly a miracle of modern science. But, you know, God spoke wisdom into those doctors when they first started thinking of this procedure. And Seth is a recipient of the results of that decision made by those doctors. Well, when we went, and this was on the East Coast, when we went to have Seth get his surgery last year, we met with some friends of ours that we had known through church when our kids were infants. So about 17, 18 years ago. They lived kind of in the area, so they took a little small trip to meet us near where the surgery was going to take place, and we spent, I don't know, two, three hours uh, having lunch and praying that the, uh, that the surgery would go well, and just declaring the healing of God over Seth's life. They've heard reports of how well things have gone while they are visiting us and others in, in our area. They're coming back to, to the area where we live. And so they're going to visit us tonight and see firsthand the effects of prayer and the skills of the doctors. And this will be a witness of God's goodness. And they know uh, the travails that we went through because we kind of chronicled it on Facebook as we went through it. So they they knew the struggles as we, uh, well, as, well, yeah, we. As Seth went through his recovery and we went through that recovery with him. It does affect us all. But they can see that spine corrected. And they know how twisted things were before and now they see they'll see things different and it will be a witness and they will remember Seth the height that he was and when they come and visit tonight Seth will be looking down on them because he's taller and not because of the surgery well let me put it this way it wasn't a direct result of that surgery and of that prayer and of that healing. But it allowed him from that point forward to grow in a proper way. Oh my goodness, that is preaching. If you go back to some of those podcasts, that September, August, September time frame from 2017, you'll hear kind of a descriptive account of, of some of the stuff going on with Seth. The gist of it is he was going through a growth spurt and his spine was not corrected yet. And if you know anything about scoliosis, when your body is growing and it was starting to grow crazy fast, he was just hitting that time. If your spine is messed up, it can't, it doesn't straighten out so that you can grow properly, but your body is still growing. All the tendons, all the muscles, all of everything is still wanting to grow. It's like a slinky that's been kinked and you're trying to push you're trying to somehow 
grow everything around. I guess that's hard to describe. But all you have to know is that because of the spine, it's a very important thing to stay straight. And because it wasn't, growth causes it to grow in a grotesque way, really, to be quite honest with you. Uh, And the more growth happens, the more twisted it becomes. Because the body wants to elongate, but the spine can't. It's not in a place where it can. It's like a bent-up slinky or coil of sorts. And it just continues to warp and twist and and become painful and debilitating. And we knew we needed to do something right away. And so here's the thing. He was corrected. He was a new creation. And that old thing was passed away and is gone. That twisted, malformed body is no longer. It's now corrected. God is correcting lives. And because that correction took place, that growth spurt that he continues to operate under right now, he is under a growth spurt. He's under the spirit of the growth spurt. It has caused him to grow straight and strong and balanced and symmetric. And yeah, there were things that had to be removed. So keeping the correlation going here, he had ribs that had to be trimmed because they had grown in the wrong direction. And so in a sense, there are certain areas that were scarred and are being healed. And after a year now, some of the numbness and the the phantom pains and things like that, the nerve pain has subsided for the most part. But there's still some scar in there. And that came from the early years of the malformed development. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Not one of us is totally symmetric and perfect. We've got areas in our lives where we're where we're malformed in our thinking. Malformed thoughts that we have come to believe is just part of us. And it's not. And God is our great healer and our great surgeon. And he's saying, I I would like you to have a growth track that's appropriate. I haven't created you to be this way. I've created you for greatness. So I don't need to harp on that too much. You guys have heard me uh, talk about this kind of thing a lot. But it's all about aligning, aligning, align, get in line with our creator and cut off the malformed thinking of the past. I'm looking forward to tonight because Seth, whether he knows it or not, he is a walking, living, breathing miracle and a witness to the goodness of God. And I don't think that's putting too much pressure on him or anything like that because when you think about it, we're all witnesses to the, to the grace of God. I feel like there's something that we should do right now because I can feel that some are hearing this and thinking, yeah, but what about my situation? You know, that's great for Seth and everything. And 
but I'm just not sensing God in that same way. I mean, yeah, that's a great story, Rusty, and yeah, maybe I'm getting a little bit of a faith boost with it, but I'm seeing my situation way different. And I understand where you're coming from, too. I could I could easily put myself into those shoes um, back when I was dealing with some some big issues in life. And, you know, I didn't necessarily want to hear other people's stories of how good God was because I was going through something. I, I hear you. I hear you very loud and clear. And maybe part of why I went through some of that is so that I could hear you loud and clear. It doesn't change who God is. Please hear me. It doesn't change who God is. And it doesn't change his desire to be in your situation. It doesn't. That's letting your environment, if if you don't agree with me, that's letting your environment control you. Remember, he's inside of you. It's his attitude working through you, changing your attitude and changing the environment you're in. You know, your solution is already there with you. He's already made the solution happen in the spirit. It has already taken place in the realm of the spirit. We just haven't gotten to that point in time where we see it yet. Just like the surgery, you know, here we're celebrating Seth's victory in this. But do you know, through this, it wasn't easy. It was difficult. For months it was difficult. But we're on the other side, and I'm telling you right now, if you feel like it's difficult, that's where the Lord is needed all the more. And I speak right now, Lord, we are asking right now, we just come before you and we're asking that whatever this thing is, we give you permission to enter in and to give us your attitude about that thing, whatever it is. Speak to our heart, Lord. Let us know that you've got things under control, even though we think it's beyond our control. And in many cases, it might be beyond our control, but it's not beyond control. Lord, help us to rest in the knowledge of you, that you have this thing taken care of. And if it's a health-related thing, I, I just felt the, the prompting of the Lord to just declare a breakthrough, a healing. I see this truck in front of me, and this is a not a vision. I'm seeing it right in front of me. And he just locked up his brakes, and I'm just getting a whiff of the, the, um, the burning rubber. A big truck hauling some huge weight... And I see that as the person who is dealing with whatever this huge burden is. And it's almost like there's been this desire to hit the brakes and, and, and stop this burden from being a burden. But yet the truck and the burden keeps moving. And I don't know, I guess my sense is that the, the burden, the, the, the life needs to keep moving. Your ride needs to keep moving. You try to break it under your own power and you just can't. It just won't do it. But you need to get into that passenger seat and let the Lord 
direct this weight. There are things in life that are just beyond our own control. You know, and there are some things in life that are totally within our control that we need to learn to take control of. And the Lord's wisdom that we always seem to be asking for, the wisdom of the Lord is what helps us differentiate when we can control a thing, when we have authority and, and capability and permission from on high to address the thing, and when we don't have it within ourselves to, to manage that thing. Knowing the difference will take the confusion away. This burden you're carrying, it's too heavy for you. You need to give it to the Lord. And if it's a health-related thing, I speak health and healing to you and to the person that you're thinking of, whoever's dealing with this issue. You know, Jesus spoke to the illness, to the sickness. So I know someone who's dealing with a back issue. I speak to the spine and to the nerves and to the ligaments and to all of that body mechanics. I speak with the authority of the Lord that those things should go into alignment both physically and then in the mind of the of that person that they will align with the Lord that they will align with his word and that ultimately the glory of God will be shown in that restoration I speak restoration Jesus Christ went to the cross, spilled his blood, and conquered sin and death, and has the authority, and it's vested in every one of us, to take authority over illness. So that's what we're doing right now. Lord, I thank you for touching whatever those things are. We speak health and healing and life those are the words that the Lord uses. I'm going to align my words with what he's saying. Lord, I thank you for this today. I pray, Lord, that through this, we will be a witness. That the world will see that we went through something, but we came out the other side. Help us to stay grounded in your word. To find peace. And help us to pray for those who persecute us when it doesn't make sense in the natural to do so. And Lord, as we live this day and make the decisions we make. Remind us that you are closer than ever before, that you're in the situation we happen to be facing, and that your help and your victory is within reach and in our grasp. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I guess that just means I will see you on the flip.